0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the North versus South FPL podcast featuring myself, State, and my co-host, Heathie. How are you doing, Heath? Yeah, good, mate. Good, mate. Considering my FPL score, I'm in a good mood. And and Watford as well. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. And recently relegated Watford, which is not official, but it pretty much is. How about you, mate? How are you getting on? Not bad. You know, it was a four-day weekend. Saw plenty of football, drunk a fair few beers, hundreds of Easter egg hunts. You know, when you got a little one, your God, I'm, I'm, i tell you, what, I've had Easter egg hun- hunts up to like, you know, the, the the height of Tyson Fury, if I could. Do ever not,
1: eat. do not blame your son for the Easter <laughs> egg hunt, mate. I know you. You've always gone about your Easter egg hunts every single year, even outside of Easter. You tell me about how that you like to do that and. You know, just because you've got a son now does not mean that you can
0: blame him on your no, addiction God. to Easter eggs. Of course I can blame him. What what else is he for? You know, yeah, he's got to be blamed. He can't he's he's not here to defend himself, so blame him, definitely. You know, blame him and the missus. She won't listen to this. So yeah, brilliant. I can blame them both. And they'll be none the wiser. So yeah, definitely. Mate,
1: is <laughs> is your son big enough to open the door? Because that door's slightly opening, mate. I think he can hear you. Nah, he's fast asleep. I
0: just had to check the doors; it wasn't open. Because more likely, more likely to be the misses and giving me the death stare, and that'll be that'll be the end of the podcast very early tonight. <laughs> yeah, get, you get you get to your, your your room under the stairs, Simon's. Yeah, none of that. <laughs> it would yeah. be
1: solo for Heath tonight.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly, which, I mean, which wouldn't go down, which will not go down well with our many listeners, they would, they would miss me terribly, I'm sure, so yeah, never mind, but now it was good, you know, it was a good weekend, lots of football, lots of action, and um, yeah, um, the FA Cup semi-finals were obviously big, weren't they, um, you know, Liverpool were absolutely quality, um, really, to be fair, and, um, you know, probably the reverse of, the, of the, the, the Premier League game the week before, Liverpool, you know, City should have, won that game and won it comfortably and Liverpool probably should have won it a lot more comfortably than 3-2 suggests but um, but yeah no good football so
1: could it have been a better Easter weekend for I mean I say Easter weekend but an extended Easter weekend with yesterday's result I mean if you're a Liverpool fan right now the idea of getting you know well yeah. seven goals against the two manchester teams i know the the beef between city and liverpool is there but the united liverpool beef is off the chart and that mm. performance last night was Oh, yeah it's, i mean it's, it was incredible yeah.
0: really was yeah it? i mean United are terrible at the moment, not great, but you got to give Liverpool the credit because they were absolutely fantastic. So, um, you know, it's it's it real, you know they were really good. Thiago just floated around the pitch like Legolas from the from Lord of the Rings. You know, he was like an elf, just 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 there he goes, like he was everywhere. He was just picking it off. You name it, he was just making making the passes. He was you know for. Throwing those those arrows around, like the, you know, just, you want, it didn't even look like you were trying. He made it look so effortless. And, um, you know, you were really good. And, you know, Liverpool just cut through United. But, you know, I felt sorry for a couple of United players, you know, Phil Jones, you know, he's played what one game all season. And then he gets thrown in against, like, you know, the best team in the league at the, at the moment, you know, one of the best two teams. And just like, why do not you give him some game time against Norwich? If you were planning on playing against playing against Liverpool, maybe he wasn't planning on playing him, but he just didn't strike well for me, and you know the, the just everything. But United have got their problems. We can well, we can get onto that, don't you worry. In this podcast, I'm sure. But um, yeah, great great result for Liverpool, and um, I mean, given we are recording at the moment during a live live um, four games, uh, we've got Chelsea two, Arsenal two, Everton nil, Leicester one. Newcastle won Palace nil but the key thing for Liverpool is Man City nil Brighton nil so and that's just gone half time i believe and um, so city at the moment are staying second and liverpool are going to be top so could be a, a big night at the at the top of the table this for, for tonight so we'll see but yeah, no. Um, but um, in terms of the show, what have we got on for you t- um, today, everybody? Well, obviously, we'll be giving you we'll be giving regular updates on the on what's going on in the live games. I know that doesn't affect you listening to it, but we find it fun. But we've got a game week review, which is obviously ongoing. We've then got the Michael Keane shit list, um, which is a maximum of five players, and it's dedicated to Michael Keane. Is that shit list? We've then got the Mo Salah hit list, the North vs South League mini league updates. Then we've got our FPL podcast review. We are reviewing FPL Juice podcast, and then finally we've got our game week preview for the the, the following um, game week. That's basically what we've got today. So just to give you a quick idea, guys, when before we do this, me and Eve are only allowed to pick players from ten teams each. I've got the ten most northern teams, so I've got you know Norwich, Wolves, Leicester, and all of the above from that. He's got from Aston Villa and everything south of that. So just to make people aware, if this is their first time listening, um, that is why when you hear us saying, "Well, he's not got more salary and you're thinking, "What a douchebag!" Well, that's because he can't have him. But he is a douchebag still. So yeah, we...
1: let's let's not make sure we get away from the point here. Douchebag is very much the category that I currently stand in. Yes. So, that is very true, right? But yeah, that's wow. not because I can't pick Salah. nothing to do with it.
0: Anyway, so, Heapy, game week review. Come on, tell me about what's what's happening in, in, with your team in the, the ongoing game week. What, what's what's going down with the Southern All-Stars? Still a shit name, by the way.
1: Yes, so it's not looking too good at the moment. <sighs> Dear. Okay, so looking forward to this. The state gave me a fine this week as saying that I couldn't captain a Tottenham player because I because he won the quiz last week. By the way, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast and Ball you're a big fan of, of Mike Bassett, England manager, I highly recommend listening to it all and then get to the end at the climax of this Mike Bassett, England manager quiz. It was fantastic. And to be fair to state, credit where credit's due, he nailed it. But... Also, by the way, if you're going to listen to that, I would recommend watching it before you listen because it becomes funnier. But anyway, so when I said on the last podcast, I jokingly said that I should make Walker Peters captain. It turns (laughs) out actually I really (laughs) really should have done done. done, because Carl Walker Peters has (laughs) been my top point scorer so far. I, I was trying to be funny and clever. And in the end, I just looked like, like I say, a bit of a douche because I... Went with Martinez as captain, knowing that Martinez wasn't going to play. So then my vice-captain fell to Harry Kane. He obviously <laughs> didn't turn up. No assists this week, Harry. No assists. Couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Outplayed by Brighton and Hove Albion. Yeah, all right, Fair <laughs> enough, yeah. You are playing against two teams there, Brighton and Hove. But at the same time, you know, no excuses. But yeah, real shame that. And it just made that little cheeky gamble kind of look a bit silly but yeah made it perfect for me yeah so 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 my my two chelsea defenders are currently sitting on zero points because they've both got an appearance point but they've conceded twice to ask no no no, he's really
0: good didn't even start not on not playing he's on the bench
1: okay well there you go that makes
0: sense Ah, even worse i loved it when i saw that lineup i was like Heath was expecting to up in double clean sheet here that's not happening well, in
1: a way, I suppose I'm not losing out here because, you know, the fact is he would be on zero points. He, irrelevant at the moment. So, yeah, James and Rudiger both on zero points. Rudiger not playing. I don't have anyone coming off my bench. And even if I did, well, yeah, I don't actually because my, my two defenders are injured.
0: So, yeah. anyway. Keeper. Keepers coming off the bench. Isn't yeah,
1: Ben Foster's coming on with a, with a solid two points. Carl uh, Walker-Peters, like I said, top scorer so far with six points. Christian Eriksson, you cheeky bastard, honestly. I mean... Yeah, what a free kick. What a ball. I do I do like him a lot. I think most people like him now. <clears throat> he's, he's obviously shown so much character to come back from what he's come back from. But he was always a very likable guy anyway. But I put him in my team a couple of weeks ago, well, a few weeks back, thinking that if he's going to be playing for Brentford, at the, the price he's at, he's an absolute bargain. Probably wouldn't play him every week, but see how he gets on. He started to show some form. And what he going to do? He gets the, the cheeky assist for the winning goal last minute against my team, Watford. Obviously, uh, again, like I said last week on the podcast, you know, the first thing I did see when I saw Brentford had scored, I did look to see who got the goal in the assist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And to see that Tony hadn't got either was a bit annoying and being booked, but we'll come to him. Saka, his form has just disappeared with Arsenal's. I think Arsenal got key injuries, I guess, at the moment that it's just not them for six and no Partey, no Tomiyasu. Yeah. You know, the fact The fact is that Smith Rowe hasn't quite been there really with his fitness. Lacazette's now injured this week. So it just feels like Arsenal kind of feeling sorry for themselves. You know, Back tonight Smith
0: experience. Rowe. Back tonight. Yeah,
1: to a certain extent, but not Saka, not so far. But um, that is what it is. And then Min Son can't be mad at him. The guy has been incredible recently. He's won me a lot of game weeks, so I'm not going to be mad at him. He got three points. Should have put the vice on him, really. <clears> him. <throat> he, well, he had a couple of chances against Burnley, but Nick Pope was on good form, oh, to be fair what to him.
0: Save. One, the, one, the save from that free-kick move, was it? I think, were fantastic. That's right, That's um, right. yeah. Uh, Strong but, left hand. Yeah, it, but then he made that great save in the second half, um, didn't he, put with the, from the header as well? But yeah, but right. it was, yeah Bowen, Bowen, yeah, I mean, most you'd fall out with going in most of the time, so you can sort of, yeah, I could understand some frustrations you might have with that one. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, and to be honest, like, you know, the fact is uh, <clears> that I think sometimes in FPL, it's not always just about the points. It's about the, you know, you're seeing enough, to make you kind of happy that maybe they didn't get the points this week, but if they carry on getting the right positions, maybe we'll get they'll get, yeah, yeah they get points in future weeks. So I, I was kind of like, you know, not completely unhappy with that one, I guess. So James Ward-Prowse was my transfer in for Coutinho. He so far just got the three points again, surprisingly, you know, getting a clean sheet against Arsenal. We've got the extra point for that but he didn't really do too much. And to be honest, I mean, I wasn't expecting too much. I guess I bought in, him in really for the Burnley game, but I think when you've got War prowse in your team, I think because his delivery is so good, you've always got a chance. And I, I did yeah. think that Arsenal would have predominantly been a team that struggles slightly against defenders and against corners. And obviously they conceded the way they did, not quite a corner, but it was like, you know, second kind of play from a set piece. But, War prowess had nothing to do with it and you know the fact is they got burnley both him and walker peters have still got an extra game so who knows they might go um you know give burnley an absolute kick in and uh get me plenty of points and win me the game week you <laughs> never know you never know you never yeah. know um, you do, you're right
0: you, you're right you never know i mean well i mean put it this way you, Southampton haven't scored more than one goal in a game <laughs> for about six or seven weeks, I think, maybe even longer. So, yeah. It's, um,
1: Burnley are now that team, though, that you can tell that they've got their caretaker manager and he's thinking, I need to make an impression here. I'm going to go gung-ho against a comfortable mid-table team. To their to their surprise, Southampton hit them on the counter-attack and, and win the game 9-0, you know, turn that number towards them as, as a number they can enjoy rather than fear. And uh, and Walker Peters gets some assists, clean sheet, bonus. Mm-hmm. War Prowse gets hat-trick after hat-trick. You know, he just keeps on scoring. The guy, every free kick just seems to go in. Nick Pope's injured. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't even know who Bernie's sub-keeper is nowadays. But, yeah, whoever that is, is having a nightmare. But, anyway, yeah, Ivan I've Tony he had a great chance against Watford. He took the ball very early on the half-volley ball bounced up he's hit it and the fact is he's caught foster off his line it's gone wide but it was one hell of an effort to be fair to him and that is again a bit like what i saw from bowen that's a sign of a confident striker taking Mm. chances from outside the box you know someone who's shooting from distance that kind of thing i like to see that so again Maybe it didn't work for him this week, maybe another week. And then Harry Kane, again, a bit like Son, you know, can't be mad. You know, the guy has been incredible recently and he's won me a lot of game weeks. So I'm not going to get too annoyed at his, his two-pointer, which is going to turn into a four-pointer, unless from <clears throat> nowhere Tottenham get some random issues with FPL. They've just worked out that they got the bonus point structure wrong with the Brighton game and some, <laughs> you know, late free bonus points for Harry Kane come in and, you know, like... Again, wins me the game. Obviously, he didn't, Obviously the, he didn't that even have a really... shot
0: on target. And yes, and, but did you
1: see his defending, and, mate? No, yeah, <laughs> well, the defending was fantastic.
0: Yeah, not a chance, Eve, Sorry, your wishes. Uh, you know, it's not fucking Aladdin. Don't be rubbing a genie and asking for that sort <laughs> of shit. It's not coming on. You know, <laughs> Robin Williams ain't gonna come on and say, you know, I I, I grant your wish, you know, no chance. <laughs> All right, mate. Okay, well, well I,
1: I really, really hope that when I listen to that back, that is an impression. Because if that was an impression, it wasn't. <laughs> I'm not gonna
0: I'm not gonna dare. I could you, you were thinking cannot... about it though. Be honest. You were thinking about it. I can only do the good morning Vietnam one because, well, that's a lot easier to do. Uh, you know, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, so, yeah, bad. Imp- it wasn't an impression. I did think about it, but I stopped myself just it before did. it got really... Refrain, idiot. refrain. But,
1: so, that, yeah. That's what happens when you become a dad, you know, you
0: yeah, realise. Yeah, you you show, you show a little bit more now in the, in, the in the old noggin, you know, and you make, you make some slightly more mature decisions, but, you know. Well, that's only when you're not that's only when you've not had too many beers obviously so yeah obviously
1: so I, I did actually have a, a last minute decision where I was thinking do I keep Lacazette or not because obviously he was <clears> rumoured <throat> to be injured and obviously now it's um, become apparent that he is officially I think it says here that he's ill so he, he hasn't played any, any of the minutes so far uh, you know even if he does it, it doesn't matter to me because the fact is that he's not going to be able to come on for Rüdiger if Rüdiger doesn't come on. So, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Foster's going to come in for two points. That's going to get to 27. Then I'm going to get the extra two points for Harry Kane. So it's 29. I'm hoping, obviously, that I'll get one at least one more point for James. Maybe more. Who knows? You never know. So that might get me up to the big 3-0. You know,
0: well, they've just three conceded three. a third goal of Chelsea. So oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Eddie Nketiah is bagged two. And I tell you what, I bet there's not many people in this game who have him in their in their um, in their squads. Never mind teams. I bet he's I bet he's pick um his pick ratio. His um his ownership percentage is low. I mean, I bet it's not even one percent. So um we'll find that out for you. It's not point three percent. So I mean, and I bet out of that zero point three percent or zero point three probably don't even have him in the side. He's probably at third sub at the moment. So yeah. He's he's in for a big all. Is is that, that lad? And with Lacazette out, he could be starting a few games with a double game week coming up for Arsenal. So there you go. But yeah, you're not getting a. I think Um James will be on minus one, won't he? You now for another goal conceded. Yeah, so, one right? more, and then I think he will be. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll 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 see what happens. But
1: anyway, the whole thing is, it is Shit. what it is. And yeah, I mean, to be honest, I can just write this week off and then focus on next. Come on, then, mate. Let me let me hear what's happened with you and how happy
0: you are with. What's I'm on happened fifty-one with you. at the moment, fifty-one points. Um, so I've got Van Dyke with a good steady six, Trent with a steady six as well. Cancelo at the moment's on 1 point but he's playing um so the city game's just kicked off in the second half so he'll be due up to get two if he gets a clean sheet that'll be six i've got Edison in goal as well from city hopefully they keep a clean sheet if they, city keep a clean sheet tonight you're not catching me unless Walker Peters and James Ward-Prowse both bag an hat trick in the next in, against burnley tomorrow um which i don't see them doing that midfield Anthony Gordon's currently with playing for Everton. He's um he's got one point at the moment, so not doing much. He'll be getting a second point shortly. Kevin De Bruyne, he's on one point. He's playing. I did. I, I kept with De Bruyne. I thought. Tell you what, I don't. I didn't think he was going to be out long. I thought they'd miss, probably miss him in the the semi final of the cup, and they did. Obviously gave him that extra time rest. I think you know if you ask Pep what's more important, the Premier League or the FA Cup, he'd have said Premier League, so hence why he didn't play his best player in that game. And once him playing now, Mo Salah, big 19 points yesterday. Big Mo was back to his best, two goals, one assist, clean sheet point, three bonus points. I mean you know obviously I didn't think he was the best player on the pitch, Tiago was, but you know, that's not how bonus points get given. But he got a 19-point haul there against Man United to to go with his 24-point haul early on in the season against them. So in two games against Man United in the Premier League this season, he has got 43 points against them. Wow, there that you go. Unbelievable. That's that's not bad, is it? Not bad at all. So he's firing there. They play Everton this weekend as well at home, and you know you you fancy him to to bag a heart full against them because they're shite in general, but they're even worse away from home. So so yeah, big mo's done well. James Madison, I, I went from captain double, you know, on the hope that he might start both games, but I know it probably won't happen because Brendan seems to not start him uh, the game after. Um, after the um sort of the, the European fixtures and I suppose he's prioritizing that. That's their chance to get into Europe if they can win the Europa Conference League. And um he's a key player. They can't afford for him to get injured. I don't think. Although he nearly he nearly bagged against Newcastle when he came on. Um he's he's done that before. But yeah, he's playing today. He's um he's you know at the moment got three points. Um, he was close to getting the assist, but I think um, Inacho, um has been credited with the assist now. So, um, so it's not growing great in terms of a captain pick. But um, you know, it, it could be worse. You know, I could have Harry Kane as my, or coming in as my captain. So he's going to have more points than Harry Kane most likely. So there we go. Then someone who we'll talk a bit more about in a bit is um, Cornet at Burnley. He's on the big fat zero points at the moment. We'll talk about why he's on a big fat zero points um, shortly in when we get to the Michael Keane shit list. Then Sam Sam Maximum he's currently on three points. He's he got two against Leicester. He's currently on no, he's on four points now. He's got two points against Palace. Not really doing anything, but you know steady. And then the man Timu Puke nine points played well against United a goal and an assist. So top work to him. Didn't get a bonus point though. You know, fucking rude. How rude is that? I know Rinaldo got bonus points, but and Alanga did because he got a couple of assists. But Puki, a goal and assist. What you gotta do to get a fucking bonus point, lad. Should I give it to Kieran Dow? Yeah, Kieran Dow he got a goal and assist as well. So, but you know, why why didn't they give it them both one then, you know? I think um, you know, you know, Langer. I mean, Alanga got two assists, but I mean, seriously. Uh, it's I mean, Cause
1: he because they won the game, th- isn't it? And yeah, but, won went I mean, over. Pookie because yeah. a midfielder, I guess.
0: Fair. Again, I'll get onto it for shitless, but someone else should have got the assist for the Ronaldo's first goal, not Langer. I know he passed in the ball, but someone else gifted it to him. And what would the other one be was did Langer get fouled for the free kick or did he take the corner? I don't know. Um, I think it, yeah, I think um I think um yeah, he got fouled for the free kick. He got an assist for getting fouled for a free kick. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this game sometimes? You don't <laughs> get an assist for getting fouled. I right. mean the rules are they do it the penalties as well. And I'm like, well, no. I mean, come on. I mean, starts to put it in from 30 odd yards. But he got an assist for that. Maybe a penalty, yeah. I can understand because you know you're probably in a scoring position, but no, I don't agree with the free kick, you know, being an assist. But I suppose it's if it's one rule for one, it's the same for the other. But but yeah, but um, but yeah, nine points from Pookie. So at the moment I'm on um I'm on a I'm on a, a good good sort of um well, i'm up to 57 points now actually um so because james Madison's up to up to eight points that's good so i'm on 57 and counting i, I expect if city keep a clean sheet well then i'll be probably over 70 odd points and um yeah you're not you're not going to catch me this week thankfully and then it's on to to the next game week so yeah not not a bad week should be seen a bit of a, a greenish a slightly greenish arrow for me this week game week but um but we'll we'll see. I did make three transfers. though. I had two free transfers, and then I made a third one. Um, I brought Edison Trent in, and then Gail Hart from Leeds. I got rid of Calvert Lewin, Kilman, and Saar. Um, so I did. I had two free transfers, but so I've only taken a minus four hit for that. But it was it was essential to get it in the in the bank for, 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 while I can.
1: Oh, actually, mate. Ooh, there's a bit of update here. Jesus, this is big news. This is big news. Um, I've
0: just got over the 30-point mark. Thank you very much. Oh, well done, lads. Congratulations. <laughs> which, which nice person got a, an extra point for playing 60 minutes for you? Reese James? That,
1: that would be Reese James and Saka. forgot about Saka. Well done, boys. Congratulations. <laughs> you,
0: you, you, made, you, you made the news. You are now the biggest news ever on the podcast. Well done, boys. Cheers, well guys. done. You're welcome. And, um and he can he can relax now you know he he's, he's he knows he's over the big three oh you know that means he's definitely not going to be at the bottom of our north and south league updates because two of our lads never get over that so he's probably thinking phew I <laughs> that was a close one that was a close one <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so yeah but um yeah that that's my game review at the pal and um yeah all good all good
1: well, I feel like that we could probably sit here and revel in State's incredible game week, which is basically driven by Mo Salah.
0: Anyway, and Van Dyke and Timo Puke and Trent Alexander, but mainly Arf. Mo Salah, and it's but,
1: just like you know, it feels like the the record has broken in the
0: north, oh, and it's nice.
1: just it's just going round and round. But anyway, I'll next week, to...
0: Pint- when Kane score points next week, I can just turn the flip the table on you. Exactly, you can exactly. Not do well when they're that's two, what yeah. we do
1: on this podcast. We kick someone <laughs> yeah. when we're when down. The... We try and kick someone who's up. All right, we try yeah. and bring them down it's, with uh, us. No, um, now I'll drink my bitter, but <laughs> while I do, we, we we need to move on to the be, well, you know, realistically this could now probably be called the Michael Keane shit list, it could be called
0: Big goal in the Premier League title race Manchester City have scored 1-0, we don't know who scored it yet but the update has come in, there we go, it's 1-0 to Manchester City, sorry
1: Thank you very much, Merce
0: (laughs) Give us us an Edison goal, that would be great for the fantasy team, that would be really good
1: He stepped up for a penalty, so yeah, we've, we've, we've got our shit list Which, uh, if you've not listened to this podcast before, basically what we do here is we give ourselves like a max of five players, things, anything really that we need to vent our frustration for this game week. And basically, we've had to name it the Michael Keane shit list because Michael Keane, let's be honest, I think we could all agree that he's probably had the worst season of his life. He's probably having one of the worst seasons we've ever seen in the Premier League and the fact is every time I mean I wouldn't be surprised if he's made a mistake for tonight's goal the fact is every time there's a goal Everton it seems to have some kind of Michael Keane issue around it but like I said just before I was rudely interrupted by that goal (laughs) Um, we could probably give it to Harry Maguire to Ben Gibson there's a handful I tell you what there's a handful of dopey centre-backs at the moment, isn't there, that keep making weird, yeah. very oh, weird mistakes. This, and just, just to see oh. Phil Jones coming out the other day at you know, Anfield against Liverpool, who are red-hot form, you just thought, is this going oh. to be given the Phil Jones oh, wow. shit list? But no, yeah. to be fair, he held his own, only conceded the four goals, and you can't really say he was at fault for many of the goals. But, anyway, no. State, no. you can't have many on here, mate. I, I've got a feeling I know I one or two
0: of them. But, I've got yeah I've, I've got I've got I think I've got a full five here, pal. Full well, five. Then
1: let, let Let's get going, mate. What are we waiting yeah. for? Crack up well, buddy. <laughs>
0: I've, I've got number one, Ben Gibson for Norwich. What on earth is he doing for that first goal against mm. United? What a what a tool. He's absolutely... Championship defender, mate, I think. Yeah. I mean, after two clean sheets in a row for Norwich, though you're there thinking, well, you know, they're obviously shored up a little bit. You know, they've got, you know, they've picked up a couple of wins, you know, draws here, you know, giving themselves, you know, they've not got much hope, but they gave themselves, you know, a little bit of hope, you know, potentially. But, you know, you can't be doing that, you know, against, you know, anyone. Even if it's a shit man United, you know, you do that, someone like Alanga takes it off you, he squares it to Ronaldo and let's be honest, you know, I, you know, Ronaldo's not going to miss anything from there, is he? You know, never. Um, so, yeah, it was um, really, really poor from him. He did something else in the game as well. Um, what was it now? I watched him actually there. I've not made a note of it, but there was something else he did was, in the was game. Was he marking well.
1: Ronaldo for the corner? Yes.
0: Yeah, marking Ronaldo for the header as well. I mean, Ronaldo again good in the yeah, air. Yeah, but, but still, I mean, you know, better. he's 37 and, years old. Yeah. And did he make the foul as well? Did we do the foul on um for the third goal, I'm not sure, I'm not but sure. anyway, he had an absolute nightmare. Anyway, did the lad? You know what a what a nightmare, and you know you don't need that when you try you know try and starve off relegation. You know, clear your lines. Stop, don't do something stupid like that. Uh, by the way, um, Riyad Mahrez scored for Man City. It might be a KDB assist as well potentially, which will be good for my dream team. But yeah, so Ben Gibson, you're on there. So big, big time. Next person on there, Paul Pogba. Fucking Paul Pogba. I mean, got booed by the United fans, so starts holding his hand to his ear like a prick. Look, you're a professional footballer, you're gonna get shit when you're not playing well and your team's not doing well, and it looks like you're making putting no effort in. So, you know, you you sort of you know asking for that, and then doing something like that's not gonna score you any favours. And then yesterday, playing again, playing at Anfield. Now, I tell you what, back in the day. The likes of Roy Keane, Nicky Butt, Paul Ince, you know Darren Fletcher, you know Sung, all those players, if they'd have got a knock, what Pogba did yesterday, I guarantee you they want to fucking come off. They'd have had to have had their leg broken for them to come off in a game against Liverpool now. But Pogba knew they were getting going to get battered. He knew they were going to get beat. They were already well, they were they already one nil down by that point. I think they were. So he just didn't fancy it. He thinks after 10 minutes, I'm going to get off, let someone else come on and just um, you know, not look at try and not look as bad. You know, he could he, looked, he went to him in the on the in the on the bench a few times, couldn't give a shit. And I mean, I tell you what, that's the problem United have got. They've got too many players who just don't give a shit about the club, who they're representing. And you know, someone will say, well, you know, it's about the manager, they've motivated them. Where's your self-pride in your performance and your effort? And it's just, it's just shocking to see. You know, I'm not a Man United fan, but if I was a United fan, I'd be You know, I'm putting my head through a brick wall on most days, try and, you know, and and just try to sort of knock that sense out of me, you know, go support someone like FC United or Salford City, you know, down the road instead. Go be a glory fan at Man City, you know, you probably became a United fan for the 90s, the glory years anyway, so just be a turncoat. But yeah, Paul Pogba, shocking, really is shocking, I thought. And I want, so I want happy with that. So that doesn't affect my team. So it's not too bad. Uh, the next two do affect my team. So Brendan Rogers on my shit list, dropping James Madison against, um, you know, against Newcastle. What are you fucking doing, Brendan? You know, especially when I made him my captain. Did you not know that? Did you not get my memo? Brendan, Mad Matt, matters my, my captain this week. So get him playing both games, get him doing everything and make sure he gets me some points. But Brendan obviously didn't read that memo. Very upsetting. Ready
1: tonight, um, you know, though, mate.
0: Yeah, yeah, you read it tonight, but that's not. Well, Maders hasn't read it yet. Not no, it's not good enough. I, I want more, Keith. I want more. I'm not, I'm not satisfied. He's settling for that clean sheet, isn't he?
1: That's all he wants. Yeah, well, three points.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it'll mean I'll get eight points from him for the game week, but I'm still, you know, I'm not happy. I want, I want more. I want more. So I wanted to humiliate you this week. I didn't just want to beat you. I Wanted to humiliate you, and you know, Brendan's. Caused that, you know, slight issue. The other guy who's caused that issue is fucking Mister Cornet. Mister Cornet. I'm gonna call him Cornet whenever it pisses me off. Um, and he, he's could, he me couldn't
1: off. find the cornet though. Yeah, he couldn't. He I mean, the
0: Cornet didn't even hit the target. What the fuck no. is wrong with you? Wow, shocking, you know. And he took the penalty off Rodriguez. Rodriguez was clearly, obviously meant to be taking it, but he's like taking the ball off him. Um, because I know, he, I mean, you know. He got brought down. He'd, t- he'd beat the keeper, who was probably going to bury it because he'd done well actually to that point. But then the penalty is just shocking. Not only does Conley do that, he then concedes the free kick for. The- he also conceded the free kick for the West Ham equaliser. I mean, oh it was a stupid foul to give, You know, the West Ham were going to put the ball in the box in open play. And at that point, you probably fancy Berlin to deal with that. But once you give West Ham a chance to, you know, get a, take a free kick, West Ham has scored a lot of goals this season from set players because they've got some big lads in there. He's got a chance to get Suchek in there, the center halves in there. So, whereas during the open play, that probably wouldn't that foul wasn't necessary by Corny. So he's he's had a real stinker for his team there. He's cost them an extra goal going 2 0 up, and he's then. You know, contributed massively in terms of getting helping West Ham get an equaliser with the free kick. So you're on the shit list, Cornet. Or Cornette, sorry. You know, I've already gone back to doing that. But he could redeem himself by scoring against Southampton tomorrow. Final person on the shit list. This isn't for fantasy reasons, but it's Pep Guardiola. FA Cup semi-final. You know, you you've got. You know, you you know you go. You could be going for a treble. Now, obviously, yeah, Kevin De Bruyne is injured, so he's named on his bench. No problem with that. Why are you not playing your, your, your main keeper? Now, I know people say, well, you know, the other lad's been playing through the previous round, so it's unfair. Balls to that. I'm about winning games, and you play your best, as, as good as a team as possible, especially when you're playing against... Your main rivals, but all the other trophies. You know, it's not just Liverpool that you're competing with for the FA Cup. You're also competing with the Premier League. You're also gonna. There's a big chance you could be playing them in the final of the Champions League as well. You know, it's it's massive. You you know you should have been playing Edison in goal. You should have been playing as strong a team as possible. You know I think Diaz as well probably should maybe should have played. Um, who knows? But I just think that yeah he got it massively wrong there. And obviously the keeper had a stinker for the sec for Mane's um, goal. Uh, uh, you know which was you know massive. You know that doesn't happen if Edison's in net. Doesn't happen at all. I know this reliance on keepers playing out is dangerous and it's risky and that can happen, but. Edison don't let that happen. Allison don't let that happen either. And you know that was the difference. Allison made a couple of good saves at key moments as well. You know, so it's you know Edison's in net for Liverpool for City. That second goal don't happen. And you know that I'm not saying it necessarily would have meant Liverpool wouldn't have gone and won the game because they were they were played really well and deserved the win. But that could have just made that difference. City don't go two down, then they can regroup a little bit better. They're not on constant. They're not in under the, the intense. You know the stuff they were under maybe, and that could be it. But um, yeah, I've, you know I think Pep just got it wrong in terms of his selection there, in with a very very key position. Your goalkeeper is your mainstay. You play your best goalkeeper every game of the fucking week, in my opinion. You don't you don't look at anything else other than that. So so yeah. But um, but you know, never mind. It's it's got it's done with now, you know. I'm I'm over it. It's not affecting my FPL team. Um, Wait, so, I think, but, um I think all right,
1: so Doc Brown's at the door, right? Doc Brown's the time machine's outside your door right now. You jump in, Doc Brown says, Where are we going? All right, I want to go back to the weekend, right? I wanna I want to speak to Pep Guardiola, I want him to rethink his team. Pep Guardiola then goes and puts Edison in the team, Kevin De Bruyne in the team, he puts Jao Cancelo in the team. Man City go on to win that game. But there's a clash in the middle between all three of them. Ball goes up in the air. Edison (laughs) comes running out. KDB's running back. Cancelo's in the middle. Bang, all three of them go down. Who would be first in the shit list? Pep Guardiola, why are you picking all these three players? And the FA Cup went, don't mean fucking shake. Not
0: You've got semi-finals. to be picking. It's all about nah. the league. It's all about nah. the league, Pep. It's semi-final time. is about <laughs> getting winning trophies now. So now nah, I wouldn't have been on. I wouldn't have been saying that. Maybe some City fans might have been, but um, but yeah, not, not, not this, not this man, not this cat. I'll tell you that now. So yeah, so that's my shit list, mate. It's taken longer than you expected, I bet. So um, there you go. But um, that's my that's that that's my list this week. So yeah, there was there were no other close ones really. To be fair, I um, didn't really have anything else. Um, um, I mean the only the only thing that I yeah, no no I think actually that were it. To be fair, there was um yeah no, nothing nothing else to to complain about too much on that one. Uh, Man City two look, by the way. Phil Foden. I don't think Liverpool are, are staying top of the league um, for much longer today.
1: Mm. That's it. Yeah, doubt Man City at your peril. The fact is those guys are. Incredible, really, aren't they? The the levels oh, that City to, and Liverpool are showing at the moment is pretty scary. Ridiculous. They're it's ridiculous. Good.
0: It's, it's,
1: it's a good thing that you know Watford have done with both of them, and they haven't got to play them this weekend. You know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, that's, that's very but, nice. Of them. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's quite a, it's a quite a good segue there, because um, obviously the the first player on my shit list, I think that there must be something that. The, the Watford owners must have thought when they, they looked at this guy and thought, oh, we love this guy. He's a fantastic playmaker. Get him from Nantes, you know, bring him into Watford. His name is perfect for Watford at the moment Imran loser. And
0: <laughs>
1: last minute of the game, Imran, you have the chance, mate. I know it's in your weaker foot, but just have a bit of composure. Take your time. You're a composed football player. Don't rush it, don't thrash hit it. Just put it in the empty net. I know there's a couple of defenders on the line, mate, but you've got the skills. Take it on the outside of your left foot if you've got the chance. Can you do that? No. Okay. Right foot. Fine. Just calm. No. Okay. You've missed it. Okay. Brentford have scored. Brilliant. Okay. That's three points (laughs) gone. And now we've lost the game and we're pretty much down. Brilliant. And it's all down to a guy called Loser. So you couldn't really write that, really. And we have done. So there you go. But that's the first person on my list. The second... Is, I guess, continuing on from that is North London in general. I mean, it's not just North London. It's the north of London as well. I have to include Watford in this. Arsenal, Spurs and Watford, all Mm. of them letting me down this week. I think Arsenal have been letting me down. uh, Watford have been letting me down. But Spurs have been, you know, kind of coming back. They've had a renaissance. But they've still got it in their locker, haven't they, to have a stinker. Yeah. Yeah. Brian to be fair to them obviously they're a very good side they they deserve to be where they are this season they finally kind of got it I, what I like about Brighton is they've got a lot of players that, that people hadn't really necessarily heard of I hadn't heard of some of them before but they've come in they've got some talented football players the fact is that Brian are a smart team they're they're an interesting team to watch and they've got a result in them like they have and good luck to them Please for them definitely but, but yeah, they—they, I think all of the North London teams and North of uh, North London uh, let themselves down, let me down. And finally, uh, I guess we've, we've, we've spoken a fair bit about Manchester United, but let me really spell this out to everyone listening right now. 32 points, 32 points Manchester United have cost me this week. Not in my team, <laughs> In states team, thirty-two points from Van Dyke, from Alexander Arnold, from Salah, and Tibu fucking Pookie. Man United, Jesus Christ, guys! Like, what a terrible double game week in in the sense of conceding points to teams. So yeah, I'm pretty disappointed. disappointed Forty. Yeah. Well, no, what I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, (laughs) that. All of those players would have just got two points, right? And a standard oh, yeah, game. Extra
0: points. Yeah, okay. So okay extra
1: yeah. points. Um, I did sit here and try and do the maths. And when you just said 40, I was like, oh, fuck, I got it wrong. But no, yeah. So the fact is that, that. Yeah, yeah, they 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 got extra points. So I am just sitting here. I'm not going to pick out any individuals like Harry Maguire or, <laughs> you know, Paul Pogba or, or anyone like that. They're a really, really poorly run football club at the moment. Everyone can see that. The whole world can see that. And I have to say one thing, quite a few podcasts back, I remember saying, end of the day, what are these United fans protesting about? They've gone out there, they spent all this money. One thing I wasn't 100% clear on was that how United have spent their money. And the fact is now I've, I've kind of read a bit more, I've listened to a bit more about what's happened at Man United. And I understand now that the the glaciers have put man united in severe debt and then given that cash from that debt to buy players and now man united are in a terrible place financially and the Glaziers are obviously basically sucking the life out of united so to united fans who might have listened to this podcast maybe a couple of months ago when we were slagging off the protesters then my apologies for not completely understanding but now I can sit here and go, yes, I get why you must be so frustrated. Before the glaciers <clears> came in, there was no debt whatsoever. The fact is the club wasn't in a perfect place, but it was still in a better place than it is now. However, the protesters are still going to be on my shit list. Why? Because some of these numpties <laughs> who are walking along, protesting against the owners, are the same numpties who are buying the replica shirts this season and last season and the season before with the names in the back and all it's spending how tickets, much money
0: going to watch them yeah, still. Like
1: the the fact is that, you know, I get it. You're not happy and you you want your club back, but there's other ways of doing it. You know, think about it. Think about it. You're, you're being a massive hypocrite by parading the, the new football kit. Many United's kits to be fair, quite nice. I like them, you know, but if you're, Absolutely despising the Glaciers. you're not putting any money back into their, their pockets. So what are you doing? You know, that
0: I'll tell you what, though. Big question is if they were winning things, if they were top of the league, you know, competing for Champions League, winning trophies left, right, and center, would they still be protesting? I,
1: I think the answer to that is yes, but there probably Slightly. won't be as many because I exactly. believe. The, the argument is that when they won the Europa League and they, I think they won the FA Cup, there were protests around that time too. So I think what makes it worse is that if right now Arsenal and Chelsea were winning the league or the trophies around them, it probably wouldn't feel so bad. <clears throat> but add the extra, <laughs> their two worst enemies, their local rivals in Liverpool, Man City are basically out of sight nowhere near them that must really throw salt into the wounds the fact that old trafford as big as it is as impressive as it looks from an outsider looking in it's a it's a a ground that's falling apart it's not doesn't have the maintenance that it should do for such a big ground for such a big club things like that you don't even think about really as as an away fan you know that the the fact is that it, it really is just a horrendous place to be at the moment if they go and win the league next year or something which really won't happen but if a miracle happened and they had it, they would almost have to have a Leicester type season but Eric Ten Hag comes in he changes things he gets the right players in they turn themselves into title contenders they win the league I don't think there will be as many protesters but I still do think there would be some who will be protesting against them for as long as it takes because it just sounds like the glaciers are you know what's wrong with premier league football i guess you know it's it's to them it's a business it's not a hobby they have basically ripped kind of a club of the magnitude of the united apart um by doing what they're doing and you know i, I don't know how you are about rotherham and, and about their owners we have a Watford have half the fan base or i don't know if it's a half but there's a lot of the fan base who are very frustrated with the owners because of the way that we do our business when we were doing well they were very quiet it's not quite the same as it is at, um, you know united but there are a lot of people who are frustrated because we've had an awful season this year and the only people to blame really are our are, are owners because we've had enough managers you can't blame the managers the players are really to blame for me personally but at the same time that's just my personal opinion and mm-hmm. the, the way I see it is that the helplessness as a fan when you think of all, all those years you've put into supporting the club and you can you, you literally can't do anything about the fact that it's just going completely wrong but there is definitely an element of they've had it so good for so long that it must be quite hard to take that they're you know only getting yeah. into the Champions League and only getting to the fa cup you know semi-final or final or, you know end of the day it could be a lot worse but yeah the protesters have to be on the shit list So because of that hypocrisy really it's just it's pretty dire to see that i, I just honestly i mean there was one guy <laughs> i think he had like his his the name on the back of his shirt it was like 69 and it was like master Benio. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some, it's some like 40 year old guy like Brilliant. overweight united fan and i just thought jesus christ you know <laughs> you northerners you love it don't you yeah we definitely um, do oh, uh, yeah. but yeah so no they, they definitely make a make an appearance in the shit list their club and their uh their supporters so that's my shit list really i, I i'm not going to go too far into it i think i've done uh i've, I've kind of gone on long enough to be honest so yeah, that's, that's, that's all I've got.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. No, good. Good shit list, buddy. Really good. I'm mightily impressed with that one. So, yeah. Very nice. Very nice indeed.
1: Update?
0: An update. Oh, well, not much has changed. 1-0 Leicester in the 91st minute. 1-0 Newcastle, 92nd minute. City 2-0. There is a penalty at Arsenal-Chelsea. Bukayo Saka has been brought down in the box and there's a penalty, so he's got a chance, a chance of an assist here, Saka. Will
1: um, he
0: take it? Who's going to and, take it? Uh, well, if Nketiah is on the pitch Yeah, still, give it Nketiah. He <laughs> might get that for an hat-trick. I don't know if he's still on the pitch, though. Um, but um, if not, I believe it's been scored because it's just up it, Oh, no, Saka's got up and taken it and scored it as well. So Beautiful. There you go. Saka with a goal. The comeback the cup, is on. The comeback is on, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, well done. Saka with the goal, 4-2 oh, to Jesus um, Christ, that's um,
1: unbelievable.
0: Big, big win for Arsenal. It put some back level on points with Spurs, same amount of games played, and, we've, and we have got an off London derby still to be played, I think, haven't we? So, oh, that's going to be I mean, cheesy. I mean, Arsenal got United, obviously, this weekend. Brentford have got Spurs. Obviously, Arsenal-United, usually quite a tasty game, but, you know, given now we're United out at the moment, you fancy Arsenal. Brentford are playing well at the moment, but I think Spurs are more suited to playing away from home than they are at home, yeah. actually, the they play play these days. So I wouldn't see Spurs having too much of a problem there. But yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there is still um, the, the small matter of Spurs-Arsenal, I think, um, which is, I think, um, it's sort of middle of May time or something. So... You know that that could be um, a a, dec- a decider for that top four spot potentially. That could so which could be which would be great. You know, um, you know to see it go to that sort of um, lengths really. If, if truth be told, you know you want to see things to be played for. Um, I mean Chelsea, you know, losing a day, You know, they're still five points clear of um, you know, of Arsenal and Spurs, but you know. That five points could slowly dwindle down if they if they lose a couple couple more. Oh, Everton have equalised! Everton oh. have got equaliser against Leicester. Come on, Anthony Gordon, make it make it happen. If it's him, then that that'll be that'll be nice. But yeah, now so that's the the updates at the moment. But yeah, City cruising to a victory. Arsenal now cruising 4 um, two in the ninety fourth minute. Yeah, Everton look like they've equalised. Newcastle look like they're holding on for another big three points. Eddie Howe, what a job he's done, um, really. Um, which um, you know you can't can't really fault. Um, you know what he's done since he's come in. He's he's really got them into a, a strong position to you know push on for next season. They sign a few more players. Who knows? They could be doing what the likes of the sort of West Ham have been doing and and Wolves pushing because there's there's plenty of vulnerability up there. And oh, it's your man Richarlison, who's equalised as well. It was his 50th chance of the game, and he's finally put one in the back of the net. So it's a big... the third yeah. as well. Ah oh, well, Silver, Bernardo. Good old Bilba. But that's a big point for Everton if they hold on there because it, it puts some four clear of Burnley. Burnley play tomorrow. You know, if Everton lost today and Burnley won tomorrow, Burnley would have gone above them on goal difference. So he's a massive goal that is for um for Richarlison and for Everton, so yeah, we'll see see what happens. But um, but yeah, what, what what's next then? What are we up to? What's going down? It's the Most Salah Hit List, isn't it? Next. That's oh. correct. That's correct, mate. Oh. So the Most Salah Hit List, guys. We we recently named this Hit List the Most Salah Hit List. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. It's a Hit List. It's all about picking five players that you should be really having in your team at this moment in time. Um, yes, there's obvious ones in there, but there's ones that, it's our opinion as well, these are. So don't take it as in you have to go and do that and then blame us for making you make five five or ten transfers because I, I focus on the north, he focuses on the south. So we, we're giving you ten players here to to maybe look at who we think you should be looking out for. But like I said, that is no way an invitation for you to go and put all those ten players in your team and make ten transfers because that is not our fault. If you're stupid enough to listen that, that closely to us, that's your problem. Okay. We're just we're just the messengers. Okay. So He, who's on your hit list?
1: I've gone rogue, mate. I've gone rogue.
0: Fucking rogue. You yeah. better not pick the November, otherwise I'm gonna kick your head. Yeah, I've
1: I've gone proper rogue. I've I've decided that do you know what? Sod the uh, the FPL, sod them all. Can't be asked for that shit. Let's look at the football league for next year. Right. Let's get my focus in the game. <laughs> so my, my first my first player that I'm gonna pick for the for the um, for the most out of hit list is is well actually it's a collective really. It's Fulham and Alexander Mitrovic. So they obviously had a convincing win against Preston North End. That means that they are now officially in the Premier League for next season. Alexander Mitrovic with 40 goals this season, will be, and counting. and counting, will be that player that everyone sees at 6.5, 7, 6 million, something around that range. And everyone will go, I make this mistake every single year. And he's in my first game week um, squad. But the fact is that, you know, we, we can all make that mistake as fulham are going to be in the in the southern section i i warmly welcome them and, and congratulate them for pretty much smashing that division quite comfortably I've, i can't remember apart from maybe newcastle seeing a team like win that division so i mean they might not even win it technically but they've they've apart from a couple of couple of games recently and maybe a couple of games around christmas or something like that fulham have just been Incredible, and they've just—I guess—they've spelled out that difference between yeah. the championship and the um, and the Premier League. I think,
0: I think the thing with Mitrovic as well, uh, he has got he hasn't got a terrible record in the Premier League. I mean, he um, obviously, yeah, last season, he only scored like three goals, but I think he had a lot more sub appearances last year than he had done, whereas the previous time for him in the Premier League, he got 11 goals in a relegation team, not bad. He scored nine goals in his first season with Newcastle, not terrible. So I think he will be one of those that'll probably, yeah, because he scored 40 plus goals, he's probably going to come in around the 7 million mark, but I don't think he's a, you know, People are going to have to replace Timu Puki with somebody who can score goals, who might be a bit cheaper. Um, that could be it. Who knows? Mm. Definitely, definitely.
1: So we move on to another football league player. This one
0: is <laughs> this is definite, real guys. So this this, this one is
1: is from your favourite teammate. This is Barry Bannon for his goal versus the MK Dons. By the way, guys, I know what you're thinking right now. State said in the introduction, these are players that you need to be picking for the I'm just, I, I, not this week, guys. Not this week, right <laughs> right? I've, had a, stinker, a, I've got, had a stinker. I've yeah, yeah. had a stinker Yeah, I've had a stinker. My team's getting relegated. So I'm focusing on Football League for this week and this week only. I'm going against the rules. I'm just picking three players that I want to talk about who need to be on our hit list, not on the hit list. All right. So just forgive me this week. Anyway, Barry Bannon, what a goal versus MK Don's incredible. The fact is the guy's got, well, he's got one hell of a finish on him for a little guy. He can strike the ball, but the yeah. fact is the way he hit the ball, it was one of those ones, bit of a Roy the Rovers kind of moment where you just think is set up perfectly for him. It's on his left foot. He's got a lovely left foot and he's just smashed the ball over the keeper and to be fair, it's just—I mean, it's—it's it's one of those ones. You, you just know if—if if you play football, no matter what level, when you hit the ball so well, you know it's got a chance. It's—it's it's probably going in. You know it from the—the—the the, the moment it's touched a boot that it's probably got a chance. And then that moves on to who would have thought it, right? An even better goal from another rejected ex Premier League player in Jack Colback. Against West Brom, I mean, if you're West Brom, uh, the fact is that what we just said about Fulham, there is this huge divide between the Premier League and the Championship. Fulham have shown it. West Brom were showing it. And now it just seems to be all falling apart. But did he mean it? Who cares? The fact is the guy, just from a cheeky little throw, one, two, gets the ball back, thinks, oh, do you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll launch this into the box with a bit of pace. And it's just flown in. You know, that, that is, I mean, he's, I don't know if he's playing left back again, you know, I'm, I'm one of those football fans that once when we're in the <clears> championship <throat> next year, I'll know all about Nottingham Forest. If they don't get promoted. I mean, yeah, say, I suppose they could get promoted, but the True. fact is that whoever is down in the championship with Watford next year, I'll know all about it because that's, that's how it rolls. But right now, where we're in the premiership, I'm, I'm one of those who looks down on the championship next season. It'll be the best league in the world, the most entertaining league in the world without a doubt. Anyway, so that's my hit list this week. Is Alexander Alexander Mitrovic for 40 goals in the season? Barry Bannon for a, one of the goals of the season in League One, and Jack Cold Coleback Coleback <laughs> goal goal of the the season in any league probably. So yeah, that, that's me. Oh, and uh, Bakaya Saka because of um, he saved my blushes a little bit tonight. So he actually goes on there for just being. know i take it back what i said earlier about your your form because so so well done mate uh so so stay how about you mate what's what's happening on your hit list
0: um so um yeah my hit list So i've gone for um i mean again you know here this is all about hindsight you know you know if we know these things beforehand but this one should be obvious and you know he's He's got a 7.7% sort of um, team selected by percentage, which I just don't think is high enough, especially given the fact that strikers in this game are all midfielders, basically. You know, there's only a few strikers, really. You know, Kane, Ronaldo, obviously, when he turns up once a month... um, Timo has turned up this month, it seems, so there you go. But, you know, and Kane's only turned up since January. So, and Vardy started the season well, but has been injured since. So there's a very limited amount of strikers out there scoring goals and getting points. Now, Timo Puke, if you've not got in your team you need to be getting him, having him in your team. He's 6 million at the moment. I mean, given his form, his price might be about to go up slightly, but I mean, look at this. In his last, you know, sort of three, four, in his last six games, he's got four goals, two assists. So he's only had one game where he's not got a goal or an assist in his last six, you know, and, you know, and they've played against Chelsea, they've played against United and that, you know, the, you know, Pukki's, and he's, you know, if you watch him play, he's playing well. And they're playing against teams where he's going to still keep getting some chances and still creating things. So I think you've got to be looking at Puki, especially given the lack of forwards in this game, because they're all midfielders, you know, then Timo puki has got to be someone that you've got to be having in your team if you're not, folks. It's 6 million. It's note for a striker is 6 million. And he's got 124 points this season, you know. So i just just don't you know, if you, if you if you if you're thinking right, well, who am I gonna play as a striker? He plays every game, you know, out of the strikers, he's got the fifth best score points in you know in the in the game and the, and his form at the moment's good. So I think um yeah, Timo Puke is definitely one to be on the um the hit list for, for people. Um so yeah, definitely be looking at him. Now um given obviously he's um, Renegade in it on this um, hit list this week and um decided to, to spit his dummy out because he didn't want to find anyone because he's been shit. I'll, I'll throw in a summoner there. You know, I've mentioned him already, but, you know, Timo Werner, he's hitting he's form at the moment. You know, he's scoring some goals in Europe. He scored two against Southampton in the 6-0 win. He scored against Arsenal today. You know, he's working hard. I think, you know, at the end of the day, he's expensive at 8.6 million, but... If you were thinking of, not that like you will take Kane out, but say if you, you don't fancy you're striking, you've got a bit of money, then he could be someone worth just putting in. It'll be a bit of a differentiator at the moment because he's he's owned by, I think, around just over 2% of teams. So if you're in a league and you're looking for someone different, I would imagine he wouldn't be a bad shout because especially with the next game week coming up, Chelsea have got a double game week. They're playing West Ham at home who aren't keeping clean sheets and they're playing Man United away. And Man United aren't keeping clean sheets, either. and he's got a lot of pace. So a double game week coming up. They've got two double game weeks of Chelsea before the end of the season. So Timo Burner could be a great shout to try and get in there um to um to you know to, to do that. Um, you know, other Chelsea players to look at would probably be like a Mason Mount, I would imagine he's you know picking up a bit of form again. Um, but yeah, that that's um on, on that front. Um, most Salah, he, you know, he's obviously scored two goals. He's an obvious one. You should always pretty much have him in your team. So that's an obvious hit list one um, for for you there. Um, and then what I'm thinking at the moment is um, most people in in the game got Mo Salah. You know, I think he's you know got a, a very high um, sort of percentage um, team selected by. I think he's you know way over sort of fifty odd percent. A few maybe took him out, but a guy who's got a ridiculously low amount of percentage at the moment and he's in great form and he's playing as the main man up the middle for Liverpool, He's Sadio Mane. He's scoring goals. He's scoring against City. He's scored against United. Go and assist, you know. I mean, if you could, you know, they're going to play Mane and Salam pretty much every game because they're going through the title and they know they need to win up to have a chance of winning the Premier League because they need, and they hope City drop a point somewhere. And those two are going to play. They're, they're rotating the others. They're rotating the likes of Diaz and Yotta and Firmino. Mainly Diaz and Yotta. Firmino's just not fit. So I just don't get how Mane is that, you know, under-selected, to be fair, at the moment. So I'm sure he'll start going up, but um, but you it's got, still...
1: Mate, you've just got to look at the template. You can't look at the template before this week. Let's just say, take away this week. How do you get Harry Kane, Sun, Salah, Trent, Cancelo,
0: James, you know,
1: yeah, how do you had to get them all in one? T- you just can't do it. And Marnie, well,
0: no, you can't. You've got to, you've got to make sacrifices elsewhere. And and at the moment, again, we're at the business end of the season now. Not in just the Premier League, but in fantasy league, you people are going to be in leagues out there, right? They're going to be in, you know, head-to-head leagues. They're going to be in, you know, just um overall points leagues with the friends, with the, with the but with companies, whatever, you, you know, there could be money on the line, even though money and everything, it's about pride as well. You know, and having a bragging right. Stop lying. Yeah, it well, is yeah, everything. But, 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 you know, so you now got to be looking. If you're trying to catch somebody, then you need to try and do something different to what they're doing. You know, everyone's going to have Salah. Everyone's probably going to have care, maybe. But, you know, you've got to be looking at the differentiators now. And this is where actually looking at some of the stats and the data, which is not something I'm massive on doing myself, but team selected by, if someone's like Sadio Mane is like on, you know, two, 3% of team selected by, then there's a very strong likelihood that people in your league haven't got him. Okay. So you've you got to be thinking then, right, what do I need to do to get him in? You know, the guy's scoring goals, he's scoring points. Liverpool have got, you know, they're going to have a, they've got a double, they've got, they're going to have two, well, they've got, definitely got one double game week, haven't they? Game week 36. And I think Southampton games to be confirmed, but that'll probably go in at game week 37 now, I would expect. If not, they'll have a double game week somewhere else. Liverpool are scoring goals for fun and Mane and Salah are doing it. If you get them both in your team, I think it's big, you know. Um, you know, if you've got you know, you know, it's it's just something worth looking at as a differentiator, but because we're we're talking business end of the season now with, with this hit list, and it's not about you know going for some you know outrageous, it's looking at those percentages and saying, right, these players haven't got a big percentage pick rate, so let's get them in. You know, and like I said, Werner, he's very low, he's got very low percentage pick rate. So's Mane, and these are guys who are on form. Werner's got two double game a double game week and another one in a few weeks' time. Um, is just scoring goals. So if you can have him and Salarin, the both scoring goals most games, so there you go. Um, so that'd be a, a big one for me, to be fair. Um, if you want to do something cheap. And um, somebody who could potentially um, get you some points. He seems to be getting bonus points. He's not going to score you loads of goals, but um, at 4.9 million, Mr. Uh, Bruno um, Gumarez Rodriguez Mura at Newcastle just could be a cheaper for 4.9 million.
1: He did well this week, didn't he? Yeah, Two he did well this
0: week. Assist. Yeah, they've got Norwich in the next game, so it might be worth having him in just for a cheeky week. And then get him out, or, or, but he, he could free up some money. You could take out a six, six million, six and a half million guy for him for four point nine, and then it'll help you maybe add some money into get trying to work out getting a man in if you've already got some of other big players. I think that that's that's what I'm looking at at the moment in terms of you know what I think people should be doing, and and you know in a hit list when you're looking at players. You've got to now start be not just thinking the form, but you've got to be looking at yeah, those percentages of teams are selected by to try and get you that differentiator that'll help you catch up somebody who's 20 points ahead of you in the game week. You know, if you're at top and you're 50-60 points clear, don't take the gamble, obviously. You know, you know, no point you don't need to, you know, but let them take the gamble because those gambles are gambles. I'm not saying that they're not that keep things solid that way, but there's there's plenty of plenty of things out there in the in the hit list. Um, that you should be doing. Obviously, Spurs will get back in the form. They had a blip at the weekend. I can't see that but you know, being a consistent one. Um, you know, Arsenal again today, Sack has come back and scored some points. I'm sure a lot of people were probably thinking this is his last game week for me, but he's got a goal, he's got an assist, and you know, he's probably gonna get some bonus points there. All of a sudden, people will be keeping him back in, especially you know, with the fact that you know Arsenal will play Man United next week, and everyone knows they're conceding goals for fun. So there you go
1: mate that's a good hit list and to be honest every single person you said i agree with in in one sense or another but it also made me feel very guilty that i didn't put out a proper hit list this week so hey, forgive shit. me guys but good good Gosh. work mates good work good work State. <laughs> you've, uh, you've recovered you've recovered this section for me no, thank you no very worries. much for that no, it's, a, it's okay that. but i'm I'm here, I'm here to help here to help lovely stuff well